it's a little darker than usual, but you can still see me. And on today's episode, we get to talk about the lovely plane of those who maintain a restorative embodied self and allow that integration of the mind to take place naturally. So what I mean by that, some of us lovely human beings, (laughs) I've learned a lot about trauma and somatics and the lovely therapists that teach me since I support people on their personal development or their spirituality process, their ascension. There's many different words that a lot of different subject matter experts use. I integrate them all. My subject matter expertise is being a person with a love cycle. And actually, this is the beauty of being yourself and using the inner growth mindset, which is also something that I curated way back when and still use quite effectively in the absence of knowing any of what I just recently in the past year or so learned. And it's really just made me that much better and also given me the possibility for my 5D mystics, the ones who want to move into 5D land, and the ones who want to actually maybe be in the Enlightenment Soul Age group. So I I definitely love being a part of the spiritual and spirituality community. Spirituality is Sadhguru's thing, and I get to learn from him. And the Inner Engineering course, it's awesome. You get to put into practice that lovely ventral vagal toning through the yoga exercises in the Shambhavi Kriya. The Inner Engineering is a way of contemplating life, of course, And in fact, it's very cute when he has the module on responding and even the one on karma and how he teaches stuff that I learned in a different way from my lovely trauma course with Somatopia, where I learned about how to work through unresolved trauma when it comes up. And also with my Awakened Embodied Certificate, I got to learn how to work with the body, and that's the feminine. And so even here, we we got to learn a little bit about why yoga is effective. And thank you, Stephen Porges, for letting me in on the fun fact that it's a portfolio of ventral vagal toning exercises. So the somatic experts being therapists, they support me to understand why mindfulness and mindsight are important. Mindsight is Daniel Siegel, and that's really awesome. When you realize you do these things naturally, as I said before, and there's only one little, little, tiny difference. And I say tiny because, I mean, that's the only noticeable difference that I have at 43 years old of years and that I have been able to gather between how pink-tainted glasses are always quite effective for those of us who stay within a restorative embodied self and move, again, naturally speaking, into an integrated mind, which means I use my left and right mode equally, and I'm not reactive, I'm responsive, and I did not do one day of yoga until I met Sadhguru, and I did enjoy my six months, I promised I did my six months, Sadhguru, but for now, I haven't had time to do my sadhanas, I think that's the right word, And the one thing that I did notice as a person who is a mystic and who has embraced three or four different light bodies and then moved into the rainbow body. And then after the rainbow body experience, I remember there were a couple more actual light body, but it is in a whole different way. And in fact, even this year. So I have noticed every year for me, 
my energetic sphere and holding more charge. In fact, I'm actually doing an energy therapy class that I'm learning about that. And I think I've figured out that I need to learn still very well, I haven't, how to discharge. So, you know, what you also learn about the mind from Daniel Siegel is that an integrated mind has all hands on deck and our default mode network is down regulated and so our oats that others and the self which is the neuroception i think is how stephen porges calls it when you're scanning well i mean it's not with the eyes it's actually something that they can see in the machines that show when the brain activity is there so other than the self you scan to see is your body safe or not can you be engaged in your social engagement system the ventral vagal nerve that is our social engagement system. So there's a lot of different topics that I'm reviewing. My regular listeners know all about the psychoeducation since it's been something that I integrate in our lovely podcast episodes. But if any of you have questions, since you might be new, please reach out. I'm happy to share my sources and dedicate an episode. There's paid subscription-based model content, but also free available content. And I do love empowering people with information that you can then also go and research yourself and you can also get your own certificates if you want. So back to how it is for those of us who have pink tainted glasses and we only get the dark tainted ones because of the ones who allow us to get to know them and they don't have pink tainted glasses. When people have this thing called shame cycle, this heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart, and this actual defectiveness right here at the heart, apparently, and uh, the gut as well. So yeah, the heart chakra, the solar plexus, and then also the sacral. There's a lot of different ways that I could explore this today, but I, I want to just keep it simple. The pink tainted glasses people, we don't have this heartbreak thing. Uh, never once have I felt defective. Uh, I know about flaws and imperfections and also being too much, but not in a way that makes me feel ashamed. And in fact, here's where when you purely love, because why would you not? And you are aware of what it means to close that heart, because every person was a teenager or still is, depending on how old you are. I don't think teenagers are watching me. Um, you know, many people I've met, and they, they all actually uh, very easily talk about how they don't engage, vulnerably speaking, with people. And they all find a different way to explain why, which I today understand. Thank you, trauma experts, for letting me in on what an adaptive child is emotionally and what a rigid mind is as well. And so what, when you don't access both sides of your brain equally and consistently, which is you not actually tending to the emotions, but either suppressing them or using distractions, deflection, deflecting, and there's compulsive activity. So these have a wide range of something you manage and just watch a movie and think is normal or something that is a lot of destabilization but not enough to make you recognize how it would be great for you to do somatics. Most people don't know there is a difference between good therapists and the ones who are not good but they also don't know the difference between their body and mind and how both are part of the equation and when you share this information with people they either roll their eyes talk about evil or about humanity and how you have to suffer there's a lot of different also educators that talk about things in half ways and 
And so, you know, it's not the common individual's fault for following their leaders who basically support the methodologies that they've found in an effort to not seek here. And the 3D land is not to be blamed, nor conspiracies and or a lot of other things that 4D mystics keep shouting about. And so here's where the 5D mystic knows we're all people, we all have hearts, and they all can get broken. And we don't say what's a heart for if it has to be broken and then compulsively engage in relationships that are no meaning and, and not enriching. And not forever, not because we're attached, by the way. Like, that's actually something very fascinating to learn that you can unconditionally love without needing attachment when your body is a safe haven and safe base and your brain. So there's not a shame cycle either, inner critic, outer critic. Uh, no, there's a person who says, huh, I have feelings. Yeah, that person, they just lied to me. That, that wasn't nice. Why'd they lie? Oh, let me go check. Hey, why'd you lie to me? I've done this, by the way. Well, and you could see how many people have answered me in my teenage years. They all had an answer. I was like, huh. They all were genuine too, because see, the right mode actually is picking up always on the nonverbal. And I have a tendency to pick up on when someone's genuine or when they're lying. Not when they're manipulating on purpose. That I actually have never bothered to try and do, because lies have short legs. And so whether they speak truth or not, everything comes to surface and really if someone's actually lying the part that has always been clear means you don't really want me in your life as a friend because you're lying to me so obviously i can disengage from our relationship in certain ways the people who have a defectiveness the heartbreak so see they get up and in their hmm you're disrespecting me and they begin to get angry i remember being a teenager and then I met this young adult who's 20-ish, and she reminded me of how people react when people lie. And I told my teenage friends, if you know, I don't understand what the big deal is. Well, no, they're bad. They're evil. They're this. They're that. Well, if you know, though, this means it's not actually hidden. What did they do to your life? Did they physically affect you in any way? No, emo emotionally. Why, why? You're actually going to allow a person who actually doesn't care about your emotional being to affect your emotional being i don't understand and so again i'm 43 now i have the same opinion <laughs> and i'm laughing because i actually don't find it offensive or hurtful when people lie because it means they don't know how to say the truth which i got taught in my childhood means you don't know how to be yourself or to take ownership or to do a lot of things that mean I'm a grown-up, I'm responsible, I can handle myself. You know, what's even more humorous is when people tell me they're grown-ups, and this was like, what, my early 20s, and they're completely making choices that are not really great for their health. But because they have a car and money, and they're independent, apparently, and I live with my mother, and I don't have a car, and I don't like driving, and... I feel very independent personally, especially when it comes to a lot of areas where I see adults struggle and not even bother considering therapy, not because they can't afford it, not because they stigmatize it, not because they don't know about it, no, because they don't 
needed since humanity is the problem and so are all these other people who lie and don't know how to be respectful and a lot of other words that remind me of the story Sadhguru shares about the Zen master and his disciples who aren't really disciples because they're just trying to get him to do what they told him to do which is to kick out the compulsive thief and here's where people that don't understand what actual heartbreak and compassion means in these situations they haven't actually become their full self yet their optimal adult because they're still in their unresolved trauma presenting conditions like adaptive children do if you don't do this then i won't be friends with you or if you don't do this then you will equate this title here that society's decided to give and the masses which love to talk about sheep which we all are if we really we need to talk about masses i'm part of the masses i'm speaking and as everybody likes to point out we all have opinions and they all come out of the same place and i totally agree with that mine is uh pseudoscience that's what our naysayer has given the ihp content i love it pseudoscience self-help he added bs and crap and it's bs and crap for some people not for other people who actually understand what it means to be a nice person because you want to because you can because no matter what type of clairs you got it's all the field of energy and doesn't make us special it just makes me human and in fact, I can't wait to, wait to read physics, existential physics by Sabine, so I can explain that part to my lovely 5D. See, mystics in the Enlightenment Soul Atrium. The 4D are busy battling the forces of uh, what they consider light and dark. It's very humorous to me, since they don't know how dark and night and uh, white basically reflects from darkness. So... Just saying, like, I, I don't remember the specifics of my art class, but I do remember learning about the basic colors. And I do recall that white is actually reflection of the color black. So really, the only thing that stays and is a actual existent is dark. But again, I'm stupid and I'm not logical and I don't actually remember a lot of things. So we can keep the pink tainted glasses on is what I'm trying to get to. And in the meantime, understand that people who have compulsive anything aren't actually their adult self. It's a very great topic when you learn from therapists that are good how they help people through compassion to actually, in time, their own timing, because the body needs to be ready to feel this very, very, very apparently deep, deep, deep loneliness and fear and disconnect from the self this heartbreak gut wrench torn apart in a way that i don't know in fact i only know the panic attacks which from what i've gathered when people talk about human suffering is no comparison so i'm okay with handling what is an overcharge of energy because we're all basically light workers but those of us who are mystics we have a way that we are open channels because we choose not to close off our channel but see we don't get afraid either and we don't destabilize unlike 4d community who i've seen some go from brilliant to really interesting individuals who have a lot of stories about karmics and jezebels i don't even know what that word means and then their whole demeanor and everything it almost equates the rigid educators who create content that should be taken offline they they use 
words such as here, let me give you tactics to get underneath the skin and they use, I'm not using it on purpose, and they actually have the audacity to think as they're spelling out with almost what is a spewing vengeance mouth, the empowerment word and I'm like what the heck is that empower what you're just now giving somebody a way to be spiteful to another human being and both actually need a good somatic sensory motor trauma expert or good foundation of psychoeducation a basic rundown on how shame is stored in the body not that not what you're doing and I don't even know how you got your degree and why you're still practicing and how other therapists aren't coming to you and saying, hey, did you not read what we're supposed to be doing? But here's where not all of the people who are in the field of anything really do what they do because they care in a way of caring so much that you keep on learning about the material. Excuse me. Somehow, somewhere, people thought apparently you get a degree and that's it I'm, I'm a marketer and i also support personal development I, i'm not done learning how am i going to stop learning ever about topics that are infinitely important and important because we understand the complex but very amazing journey of being a person and so the more you can learn the more you can help people i'll never forget Recently, I've shared the story. I met these two beautiful couple. When you see the merging couples, man, I have to say that that one really gets me. I'm going to take steps back before I get Kali in the, in the room. So this, the, this beautiful, cute little couple, and I don't know how old they are. I have no idea. All I know is that I got excited because I met two people who are official therapists, and, and we were talking about helping people. And I got all excited about all the new, beautiful information I'm learning about somatics. It's like, wow, really, you help people. Here, let me tell you what I'm learning, thinking that I'm talking to colleagues, respectfully letting them know I know I'm not a therapist. I don't plan on being one, you know, so respecting that to make sure we don't, you know, get anyone thinking that because sensitive egos man you gotta watch those words <laughs> i got this dude he says once i'm done with my excitement i'm very happy i'm you know just exchanging notes <laughs> he says this absurd number i have a bazillion million ways to contest what you just said and so now he's used the word contest and i'm like wow and he's used this exaggerated number, but he has to leave. And I'm like, shit, now I can't know what his million gazillion. So I said, hey, before you go, would you mind? Because we don't have time for all of the list of ways that you just told me. You'd basically tell me the body of a person means nothing in your therapy session. And dismissed every single word that I'm learning from actual people who do the job that you just graduated from. Can you tell me what your idea then in this case, a person with a complete unresolved trauma, what, 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 how, what are you going to do? So he goes to describe to me, I'm wearing, he described to me everything he was wearing, the little bow tie or whatever, and sitting in a, in, in a chair with the notepad and he has a table and his patient is lying in front of him and he's taking notes and the patient has to go to him twice a week. And he writes down his notes and, and, and essentially is like, okay, thank you very much. Thank you so much for, for what you just shared with me. Now, 
here's where this is not the first person who when I ask, wow, you chose your job, how exciting, yay, what are you going to do, why, why did you choose it? And they describe to me what they look like. And I'm like, hmm, like when I met the first two lawyers in my life and I actually made a committed choice based on thinking I might be a lawyer and I found out that they apparently had no idea that they're supposed to respect the law as members of the law and I'm like, huh. So, yeah, you know, pink-tainted glasses, they're really fun to have, but so is the embodiment of consistency. What I love most of all in 5D land, because we are here, by the way, is seeing finally some actual people who care. So, they're stable, mature, adaptive, rational, teachable. They're not rigid. They have the integrated minds that I learned from Daniel Siegel. Flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, stable. I love knowing that faces... So they're genuine, authentic, they know how to handle their emotions, and they actually know what it means to be respectful to people even like me who can be stupid, pseudoscience, the whole mystic stuff which people don't believe in, or they tease, you know, because tarot reading, come on, everybody that doesn't believe in it, uh, what are you going to do? And I do let the people know it's only energy. It's not here to tell you stuff you don't know. And actually, what I love most of all, being a 5D mystic in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, is the only people that come to me are the people who, at the very least, have some form of ownership of their life. So they don't become obsessed with thinking that the supernatural is actually doing something and there's this perfect timing that they need to wait that there's a realization of what it means to do a spirituality process journey even without knowing of inner engineering with Sadhguru, a person who understands i wake up every day i get to choose my words my actions my thoughts i get to be a member of society it is a very basic life the one that is a 5d and so the 5D educators, finally, again, they're trying to help people to understand knowledge. It's always growing. Science, it's a methodology, not a belief system, please. And they keep on adding things and changing things and learning things. So information, again, it is mutable. Unfortunately, our ancestors did not realize that. And right now we're actually growing in our expansion and understand that we don't actually know everything. And that's where the 5D educators are amazing at saying we don't know everything and we know this much. I like to give food for thought because, you know, it's about your inner growth, not mine. It's about you being yourself, not me. But I can tell you it's very easy to choose love. It's also very easy to be compassionate beyond reason with those who still have what are defectiveness and shame cycles. No matter how rude a person's gotten, it has not been hard for me to say, I want to treat you with love and care and myself, of course, and I will do the best I can to be as polite as my mother taught me, as equanimous as I may, and actually manage my emotions because my two-year-old, luckily for me, only comes into the room with my mother. Other than that, she did teach me in a very good way how to be respectful, and I love respect because love is love and respecting is actually Something easy for those of us who don't need to attach to get a thumbs up. We just like people, that's all. And we like to help people to get along. And that's why 5D, again, unconditional love, neutrality, and love, not separation. So looking forward to being back with you again soon. Have a great day.